You're listening to the Chasing Simple Podcast, and I'm your host, Amanda Warfield. We're kicking off the new year with another Conversations Over Coffee episode. If you've never tuned into one of these before, they're a quarterly episode I do that takes you behind the scenes of my life and business. Today on episode 91, I'm sharing all about my goals for 2022, with a twist. I love to listen to other people's goals for the year, especially those that are in this online business space. However, I tend to subconsciously attach a person's goals with their achievements, even though I logically know that those can often be vastly different things. So, in case you're like me, I'm starting this episode off by resharing what my 2021 goals were, and then walking through what I actually achieved and didn't. Then I'll go ahead and share what my goals for 2022 are. If you've been around Chasing Simple for a while, you know that I really value transparency, even and especially in the hard parts of entrepreneurship. This part of the year can be incredibly exciting, but it can also be incredibly frustrating when we let comparison creep in. I hope that this episode reminds you that you only see a small part of anyone's behind the scenes and that goals take time to cultivate. Nothing happens overnight. And if you do love this episode, please find me on Instagram and let me know what your goals are for 2022. I'd love to hear them. Now, let's dive on in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Can I tell you a little secret? These last few months have been some of the hardest for me as a business owner. I thought that getting past the days of spending my weekends in front of my laptop in our guest room and desperately trying to figure out some way to make money, well, I thought that would be rock bottom. But as we all know, since March 2020, everything has been unprecedented. And these last few months have just felt really heavy for me and I know from talking to a lot of my friends that it's not just me but you add on working entirely too much on a big project not a lot of downtime and a social calendar that's starting to get back to semi-normal and well it's not a surprise that I and many of us are reaching burnout but amidst all of those hard things do you know what I'm really thankful for? that I've intentionally created a business that supports the life I want right from the start. Because you and I, 
we started our businesses for more freedom. For me, that freedom looks like getting to go to Disney multiple times a year. But whether that's monetary freedom, time freedom, location freedom, or some other kind of freedom for you, the root cause always comes back to freedom. Only, all too often, I see other business owners that are searching for that freedom, but they didn't craft a business that would support the life they wanted. Which is why I created my A Year in Preview workshop. This workshop walks you through my signature planning process for planning out your year in business. A process that will help you plan out a business that supports your life instead of the other way around. At the end of this two-hour workshop, you'll walk away with a strategically crafted content marketing plan that will help you fill seats in your programs, but the real kicker is that you'll be walking away with a plan for running a business that supports those freedom dreams you've had for yourself. And this time of year is the perfect time to get started. You can head over to amandawarfield.com forward slash AYP to grab the workshop for yourself. That's amandawarfield.com forward slash AYP, and you can get started planning out your best year in business yet. As you know, if you listened to the intro, I'm not only sharing my goals for 2022 and what that's going to look like, but I'm also going to pull back the curtain even farther and share how my goals for 2021 turned out. If you skip the intro, this is something that I find really important because I know how I am when I listen to other people's goals. I tend to subconsciously, of course, I tend to automatically affiliate someone's goals with their success levels. So if their goal is $100,000 for the year, in my mind, that's their success level. That's where they're going to hit it, right? So I know because I do that, I wanted to just really pull back the curtain and first start off by sharing my 2021 goals and what those ended up looking like. If you listen to these episodes throughout the course of the year, you kind of hear some of what my goals are and how things are going and what life is looking like behind the scenes, but I just wanted to lay out what my goals were and how they ended up. So if you listen to episode 87, you know that I set four goals for my business each year. So first things first, the first goal for my business for 2021 revenue wise, initially I set a goal of six figures. Um, About a week or two after setting that goal though, I realized that while it may have been possible, it would have put a lot of strain and stress on me. And so I lowered that goal to $40,000. Now, I did not hit that goal. Uh, my revenue was around 28000 So I more than doubled my revenue from last year, but I still didn't hit that goal. So that's how that one turned out. Now, my next goal, my behind the scenes goal for 2021 for my business Padme says hello for 2021 for my business was to set up systems for growth and scaling. I wanted to set my business up with a foundation that I knew I could grow and scale. I wanted to really hone in on what my funnel was, get those set up and things like that. And this is one of those things that will never really be done in business. I'm always going to be tweaking and changing and things like that. But I did make a lot of progress. And the irony is, is that I set this goal and then a few months later realized that I needed to completely move from the systems that I was using in my business to an all-in-one system. So previously I was using Teachable to host all of my courses and downloads and things like that. I was using MailerLite for my emails, for my email list, and I was using Zapier to connect them. And that worked really well for a while. And then in February or March, I did a launch and quite a few 
people fell through the cracks. The For whatever reason, the zaps didn't go all the way through and there was some customer service issues. Now, at that time, I was like, you know what? I, I sold, I think, 31 seats inside of Club Content Batching at that launch and I was already having issues with that. What happens when I did grow in scale? That was going to be a huge headache. So I decided, okay, well, I'm going to move to an all-in-one. So I moved to Kartra, which does all everything. My sales pages are through there, my uh, payment processor, my email marketing. It hosts all of my things. I hosted my entire summit through Kartra, in fact. So it was a great move. But the irony is that I did not plan to have to make that move, and it was a massive project this year. So I made a lot of progress with this goal. There's still things that I'm working on and I want to do within this year as well as I continue to move forward trying to grow and scale my business, but progress was made. Now my big dream goal for 2021 was to book an in-person speaking engagement, and I worked all year long, week after week after week on this, and made no progress. I got to do some amazing guest trainings. I did a ton of podcast interviews, but I made no progress on actually booking an in-person speaking engagement. And, you know, there's a plethora of reasons for that that I'm not necessarily going to go into right now because this episode will be hours long. But finally, at the very end of the year, in November, like end of November, I'm talking, I got asked to speak at a conference for the next year. Uh, the Reset Conference. At this point, we have announced it, so I can say that I got asked to speak at the Reset Conference for next year. I am so incredibly excited to head over to Lexington, at Lexington, Kentucky. This conference is for photographers, so if you're a photographer and you're listening and you want to check this out, I'm going to link to this in the show notes so that you can check it out as well. And I've also got a special code that you can save money on your ticket if you decide to join us. So I'll put all of that in the show notes. If you go to amandawarfield.com forward slash 091-2, you'll be able to find all of that. So go check that out. I'm so excited to be speaking there. Then the very next day after getting asked to speak at this conference, I got asked to speak at an event locally and I already got to do that. So not only did I book an in-person speaking engagement, which was my goal, even though that's not happening until next year. I also got to book and do an in-person speaking engagement this year after working towards it all year long and making no progress. So if you have a goal, keep, keep going. Just, I hope that that encourages you because I really was feeling so, so upset with myself because it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. And it took 11 months, almost a full 12 months for that to happen. And it finally did. So keep going on your goals. And then my last goal, you know, that if you listen to episode 87, I set a revenue goal, a behind the scenes goal, a big dream goal. And then I also set a goal around my main offer, which is club content batching. So I had a goal of 35 new members. I hit eight. So that one did not go as planned this year. Again, there are a plethora of reasons that I suspect that's the case and we're just going to keep on moving forward and it is what it is. We all know if we were in business in 2021 that the second half of 2021 especially was a it was rough for online business owners so I'm trying not to let that discourage me too too much. I always set lofty goals so that is kind of a recap of my business goals for 2021. Obviously halfway through the year I decided to start a second business which I didn't really set any goals for other than just getting it up and running and I did that. So 
those are my business goals. Now I want to talk about what my personal goals for 2021 were. So the first one I had was to get our Roth account set up and contribute the max to them this year. And we did that. We spent the first quite a few years of our marriage just trying to get out of debt. Russell had student loan debt. We ended up having to buy a car like the week after we got married because Russell's car broke down and quit on him right before he went to boot camp. My car died on us literally the week after we got married. And so we didn't have a car. We had to share a car and we ended up having to buy one and finance it. So we spent a long time in our marriage getting out of debt, but that meant that we put off actually investing in our retirement accounts for a lot longer than we would have liked to. So we finally got those up and running this year. That was a huge just weight off of our shoulders, but that was a big goal this year. The next goal I had was to lose 20 pounds and that definitely did not happen. In fact, I gained weight, but here's the thing. It's really, and I know everyone says this, but truly for me, it's not about losing the weight, but everyone talks about one, you need to have a smart, measurable goal, whatever. And so I put lose 20 pounds because that's measurable, but really I just wanted to find some consistency and take care of myself. And I did do that. It took me until December essentially to finally get in a rhythm with working out. But around mm, July, I started, you know, actually working out on more than a once in a while basis and then throughout the next like six months it took me some time to get to a place where I could finally commit to okay I'm gonna work out three times a week lifting weights with Russell and so that's where I am now but it took six months of me just being like I'm gonna move my body I'm gonna move my body every day that and that was just the goal move my body whether it was a walk riding my bike whatever that was the goal for six months before I could get to a place where I was like okay three times a week in the gym. That's the new goal. And so that's where I'm at now. And I'll talk about that more when I talk about my 2022 goals, but that's why that goal didn't exactly happen, but still I'm pretty okay with it because really the 20 pounds wasn't the thing I was working towards. It was just the measurable thing I could write down. Next goal I had was to hire a painter for our house buy furniture, which if you've listened to the other conversations over coffee episodes, you know, that was a whole thing, but we finally got it done. Uh, we still have a long way to go with this house. Again, we haven't been really allocating a lot of time or energy or money to updating it and things like that, but we have made huge progress in the last year. There's no more wallpaper in this house. All of the walls are nice neutral gray and there are no more empty rooms. So there's still things that we want to buy and get and update, but we made a lot of progress last year and I'm so glad to say we checked this goal off because that wallpaper was hideous. Another goal I had for 2021 for myself was to get into a routine with my skincare, and this is still very much a work in progress. I have a long way to go and a lot to learn, but I have a routine, so that is something. It's not perfect. There's a lot more I want to do with it, but I do finally have a routine of taking care of my skin. Again, this is something I wish I had started when I was much, much younger, uh, much like the saving for retirement, but better late than never. And I'm glad I finally have some sort of routine and rhythm with that. And then the last goal that I had for 2021 was to go to Disney twice, which when I wrote this down, I had zero plans for Disney. I just really wanted to go to Disney. It had been so long. We had again, moved back 
right before the pandemic started, moved back to South Carolina. And so when we were in Washington, we did Disneyland a few times, or I did Disneyland a few times. Russell did it once. And then we moved back to South Carolina where we're again, we're like mm, six to eight hours, depending on traffic from Disney. And when we first moved back, the pandemic hit. And so I hadn't been able to go. And I really, I wanted to get vaccinated and I wanted to go to Disney. But I had no idea how I was going to do that. And then things kind of just happened. My sister just initiated a trip for the two of us. She said she wanted to go, wanted me to plan it, so I did. And then I also signed up for Pixie Dust and Profits Live, which I will also link to in the show notes if anyone else. I think there's one seat left for 2022. I highly recommend if you love Disney and you're a business owner to check this out. I will again put that in the show notes. It is so good. Best best conference or retreat I've been to as a business business owner. And when they said time to sign up for the next one, I immediately put my credit card down. And that ended up allowing me to take that second trip. And then because I was taking multiple trips back to back, and I knew that Russell and I were planning to take a trip together in 2022, I was able to buy an annual pass, which was a huge life goal for me that I had no intention of getting to mark off of my bucket list. And then I started a Disney travel company and there was a lot of Disney this year, which just when I opened up my power sheets to look back at what my goals had been for 2021, it just made me chuckle because when I wrote this down, none of that was in the cards. None of that was being planned. It all just happened. And so that was, that was just a really fun moment to look back on 2021. And it was a hard year, but that was a, wow, that felt good. So those were my my goals both for my business and personally for 2021 and how they kind of evolved or came about and things like that. So now looking ahead to 2022, a lot of my goals are honestly fairly similar to what they were last year. There's a lot of the same intentions, but my biggest intention for this year is to shift, which is my word of the year, shift, shift my focus away from my businesses and my work being the priority, the forefront thing in my mind. For the last, I started my business in 2018. And so up until now, it really has been the priority. It's been the thing I think about all the time. It's where I spend the most of my time. And well, I'll still probably spend most of my time working because that's just kind of how things shake out. I don't want it to be I don't want it to continue to be where I place my identity. That is something I struggle with for sure. If the business is doing well, I do. I feel good about myself. If it's not doing well, I feel really bad about myself. And frankly, there are going to be up and downs in business. You know, when we finally get going and we get momentum and things are working and we start trending upwards, there's part of us that even though logically we know that there are ups and downs, logically we think that we'll just have a continuous trend upwards and while yes, that tends to be the case, overall, my trends have all been upwards. It's still hard in those down moments. It is really hard. And so I'm I'm really wanting to be way more intentional about my business kind of being like a back burner thing for me. And that's not to say that I'm not going to show up for my clients and I'm not going to be involved in the business. It's not what I mean at all. But I want other things to take a bigger focus in my life and this to take less of a focus. So that's my word of the year. That's my intention for the year. Like this year is about myself and my relationships in a lot of different ways. So that's kind of my intention as we move forward talking about these goals. So the first goal I have for the year is being someone who takes care of themselves. Again, I want to continue to be consistent in the gym and working out. And, you know, right now my focus is 
three weight workouts, weightlifting workouts a week, and then just filling my rings in some other way the rest of the week. So four days out of the week, you know, maybe that just means yoga or taking a walk or whatever, but three days, that means I'm getting in the gym and Russell and I are lifting weights together. What that will evolve to, I don't really know. I just don't know, but I want to be someone who takes care of myself. So that also dealing with just I think I might have shared this in a past episode, but having issues with my B12 levels and having, it's just the whole thing. So wanting to get that taken care of, um, finding a therapist, things like that. Like I want to take care of me. So that's my first goal for the year. Oh, and within that also continuing the skincare routine and building on that. That's part of that as well. My second goal is to really focus on our marriage and quality time within our marriage. I'm sure I've mentioned this in the past, but both Russell and I are very introverted and I love that about us frankly but I want to focus on the time we do spend together that makes it sound like we don't spend any time together (laughs) that's not the case but I just I want us to make sure that when we're spending time together it's intentional and it's quality so getting back to weekly date nights that really used to be something we were super intentional about and then it kind of stopped during the pandemic so getting back to that um weekend getaways together when possible and we also have all of our travel laid out for this coming year but planning that and making sure that it goes smoothly because i've done a good job planning all of our travel i also want to get back to being really intentional with other relationships in my life so with my friends and my family members i've got a list of different routines that i want to get back into with various people in my life for example I grew up very close to my cousins. We all grew up in the same small town and not everyone lives here. In fact, quite, I'd say it's probably like half and half at this point. Half of us live here, half of us live elsewhere, but all kind of close still at this moment. And I don't think that'll always be the case. So something that we started at the end of last year was a monthly cousin dinner. Not everyone can always make it just because, you know, some people are like two and a half hours away, which is too far for dinner. But those of us that are in the local area, we've been trying to do that. So that's one example of just intentional relationships that and routines within relationships that I'm trying to cultivate because those are important. And again, we're kind of getting back into the safety zone of we're vaccinated. We can do more together in a safe manner now. So that's another thing that I have as a goal, intentional relationship routines. My next goal has to do with my relationship with God. I left the church that I grew up in and was working at at the end of 2021 and now I have to go through the process of finding a new home church which admittedly I've been putting off for way too long now. Again, it was something I've been thinking about really since I moved back and the pandemic hit and really just threw off a lot of things and I tried to get involved. Anyways, it's a whole thing but that's a goal I have for this year is trying out different churches in my town, in my area, and really trying to find the one that I feel called to as my home church. My next goal has to do with finances. And again, last year was all about making sure we were saving well for retirement. And this year, it's all about comfort, but not excess. I want to live in a place of comfort with our finances. I want us to be able to not 100% scrimp and save all the time like we have for most of our marriage. But I also want to be intentional about the money and steward our money well and make sure that we're not just buying all the things because we want the things. And so Russell and I sat down the other day and had a very long conversation about our goals for this year with our finances and how we were going to achieve those. And 
honestly, that goal is pretty much at this point. We just have to live out what we decided. So that one, the hard part's done. We've got a decision. We've got a plan. We just have to move forward with it. So that's kind of exciting to already have a a vast majority of that goal checked off. Now it's just about making sure that we're distributing the money into the correct places correctly and just being intentional with our purchases. And a big part of this is that we want to do more with our house. Again, build it into a home that we love, be comfortable, but not have excess of super luxury, you know, like there's that middle ground. Um, one thing we plan to do this year is a of renovation of our backyard we have a really great backyard space but it's kind of got a weird flow to it and so that's something that we are trying to improve we also need things like a new fence because ours is wood and not been taken care of and falling apart <laughs> rotting away essentially so that's that's a big goal we have is just continuing to do the things we were doing saving for retirement and saving for the future but also living in the here and now with our finances and then the last personal goal i have for myself is to make more time to rest i struggle with resting i am happier when i'm productive and i feel better about it which has led to me working so much and things like that and so i want to again because i'm trying to shift my my focus away from work I'm trying to be very intentional this year about cultivating hobbies for myself because I've noticed that even the things I do when I'm resting are kind of goal-oriented, which I guess by setting this as a goal, this is also goal-oriented in a way, but you know, I'm constantly reading. A lot of it is reading for pleasure and like fiction and things like that, but there's also part of me that's like, oh, gotta keep reading because I have this goal for the year to read this many books. Another thing I really enjoy doing as a hobby is playing The Sims or Animal Crossing, but both in both of those games, the things I'm doing, I'm still achieving within the games. You know, I'm making sure my Sims are set up for a great life and are moving forward in their own jobs and climbing the career ladder. And in Animal Crossing, essentially, I'm always trying to be productive even within the things I'm doing to relax. So because I'm trying to cultivate hobbies, a couple things I really want to do is Russell got me a piano a few years ago or a keyboard a few years ago for Christmas and I've always wanted to learn how to play and I've never done it. So that's something that I'm going to try to put some time towards this year. A big part of this is setting work boundaries for myself, not working after 4.30, not working on the weekends. Sometimes when Russell goes off to do his own thing, I work because it's fun for me. And that's, there's a time and place for that. I'm not shaming anyone if you do that. Like that's not my intent here, but I personally need to set up some boundaries until I can get a healthier place with things. So those are some boundaries that I'm trying to create. I also wanna create essentially like yearbooks for each year for us. And I have been working on this goal for so long and I really haven't made a ton of progress. So I wanna focus on that this year. Going through my old phones, deleting pictures we don't need, transferring the pictures I do want onto a hard drive, and then going through year by year and creating just little yearbooks or scrapbooks that I can order from, I don't know, Shutterfly or Snapfish or something I haven't decided, but that's a big project that I want to undertake as far as like a hobby this year because I used to scrapbook scrapbook and it was so much fun, but it's a really expensive hobby and also the scrapbooks take up a ton of space. And there's just too many barriers to entry, getting the pictures printed, things like that. I think a digital yearbook type thing will be much more our speed for both time, mental energy, but also monetarily and space-wise. So 
that's a big thing. I also want to finally get a sourdough starter. For the last probably year, I have been attempting to create a starter from scratch and it's a 14 day process. And every single time, every single time it goes wrong, it ends up growing mold and I'll stop and I'll get frustrated and I'll throw it out and I'll stop for a month. And then I'll be like, okay, now I'm going to do it again. And this has gone on so many times. Two times ago, I promised myself it was the last time, and then I did it two more times. The final of which being when I got sick over Christmas break. I was a couple days in, and then I forgot about it because I was feeling so bad. So, my father-in-law knows someone who has a sourdough starter they're willing to share, so he's gonna get me one, and then I'm gonna start doing some baking, because that is really why I want the starter, is so I can do more baking with sourdough, and I've just been making it more complicated than I needed to. So. Yeah, those it, they're not a ton of really exciting hobbies, but there's some things that I want to spend more time doing for myself personally. So that is my final personal goal for 2022. Now, looking at my business goals. Again, I now own two businesses. I've got this business that encompasses this podcast, my content marketing strategy business, and then I also have a Disney travel agency. So for my content marketing strategy business. My four goals. My first one, my revenue is 50,000. Um, I didn't hit the 40,000 last year, but I have been trending since I started my business. I've doubled my revenue every single year. So 50,000 based on that trend is doable. We shall see. My main offer goal, still club content batching is my main offering. Uh, I have one-to-one -one clients, but I only have one spot left for that at this point. So I'm feeling really, really happy with where that is and I, I'm not really going to set a goal to that. So club content batching, my main goal, I would love to have a total of 21 ongoing students. So it is a membership and I have over, I don't remember the exact number, there's over 100 students inside of club content batching, but quite a few of them got grandfathered in because they bought the course when it was a course and then it turned into a membership. So I'd love to have 21 members inside. That's my goal for that for this year. Behind the scenes goal is two speaking opportunities per month and whether that's in person, a guest training, a summit, podcast interviews, whatever that may be, I'd love to have two per month and just kind of keep that going so I can continue to get in front of new audiences and grow and scale my business. And then my big dream goal, this is actually going to be a little interesting because it's not really a big dream. Again, my intention this year is to shift my focus away from my business being my main focus. And so my big dream goal is really to not put anything new out there. No new offers, no new huge projects. I just want to firm up my current offers and my current funnels and continue to promote myself through those speaking opportunities. And that's really, that's my big goal for this year with this business. I'm really trying to take a step back and work more intentionally, work smarter, but work less. Then for the travel agent, this is kind of where I want to spend more of my work focus this year is getting this one set up and running because last year was all about just getting it up and running and going and having clients. And I did that, but now my revenue goal is 26,000 for this one. I feel like that one, mm, maybe a stretch. I don't know. We'll see. I don't really know what to expect with this business because we're only about six months in. My goal is 48 clients, which is about four a month. And then my behind the scenes goal is to get my website and my very basic email funnel set up. So I'm talking like first opt-in, welcome sequence, monthly newsletter, very, very basic email funnel, getting that set up. 
and also getting my website set up so that I can start putting out blog posts and long form content and pulling people in through Pinterest and Google and marketing the business solely through that for right now, that and social media. Like I'm not going to be doing outside marketing. I'm not going to be doing paid ads right now. I just want to focus on getting the basics of my content marketing up and running. And then my big dream for this one is to save for a property. We would really love to expand the travel agency, not only to planning for people's Orlando vacations, but a big dream that we have for this business is to have Airbnb locations as well near the Orlando area or in the Orlando area for those clients and non-clients. I mean, anyone really, but when I have clients that don't want to stay on site, we can direct them there and it just be more of a an all-encompassing travel agency versus just I'm gonna plan Disney trips which I love doing but I can realistically only take on so many clients a year and so that is a very long-term goal but just saving for that throughout the year and starting that process of looking towards buying our first property at some point through that business so those are my goals for each for those businesses my personal goals that's what I'm hoping 2022 will look like. We shall see. Uh, You know that every quarter I put out a conversations over coffee episode and will update you on what I'm focusing on, how my goals are going and things like that. But for now, your action step for this week's episode is to send me a message over on Instagram and tell me what your number one goal for 2022 is. I would love to know. I'm so curious. I love hearing other people's goals and I really hope that you enjoyed this episode you enjoyed this peek behind the curtains not only what my goals are for this year but also what my goals were last year and what that looked like at the end of the year how those either were achieved or not achieved and your book recommendation for this week is we should all be millionaires by rachel rogers it was my final read of 2021 and wow i think it's gonna have to be an every year kind of read it was so good and so encouraging there's a lot of really practical stuff in there like the whole book is incredibly practical but the amount that that book helped with my money mindset as a business owner was huge i'll just say this i very much struggle between wanting to have a growth money mindset but also wanting to live frugally it's a weird I sit in this weird place and reading her book was really, it was good for me. It was very helpful in kind of walking that middle line. I will link that in the show notes. If you haven't checked it out yet, you totally should. Highly recommend. And until next time, I hope that you will go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.